If you were in the girls empowerment space in any capacity, this episode is for you because today I'm going to be sharing the three things that I would do differently if I were to start Fearlessly Girl over again. But before we get into all of that goodness that I guarantee will save you time, effort, money, headaches, (laughs) all the things and really help you kind of skyrocket your success in the space and to have you get known quickly as an authority and to really go after the funding sources that I discovered to be the most profitable. Um, I do wanna just tell you a little bit about the brand new Fearlessly Kind certification program. 3.0, it is kind of the, every year I give it a total overhaul and update. And because of the success of the program, I'm really kind of going all in on this new version of it, really reimagining it, taking all the beautiful feedback from all of our facilitators so far that are having such incredible success in the girls empowerment space already and making this program even more powerful, even more potent, even more um, just full of everything that you need and cutting out some of the stuff you don't need and just making it really actionable. And I'm switching everything to Canva. So all of the program materials you will be able to access in canva add your own brand colors images everything to it so it really is more of a business in a box type situation where i'm handing you the keys to the fearlessly kind vault you're getting absolutely everything you need you are getting in-depth program training we're also expanding the program to cover a lot more mindset and you know obviously the strategy the program training, all of that. So you're really getting a really high level, high quality crash course in the space, in the industry, in making the programs your own. Um, I'm so, so, so excited about it. And we're just a few weeks away from releasing this brand new 3.0. I was gonna wait for the new year, but I'm too excited. It's too good. (laughs) And I wanna make it available for everyone who wants to like really hit the ground running come Jan 1, because I know that is such a powerful time for people with, you know, setting intentions and going after our goals and our dreams. So I wanted to make this program available to any of you that are interested in getting started in the new year, making 2023 the year that all your girls' empowerment dreams come true and allowing you to kind of have access to the program now and like I say, hit the ground running. And I'm also gonna be including some new payment plan options. So right now you can pay in full and save some money doing that. There's also a six month payment plan, but I'm gonna be extending it to 12 months as well, just to make it really, really easy to say yes and make your girl empowerment dreams a reality this coming year. So anyway, you can go to fearlesslykind.com to see all the information. There's also a info session that you can have access to as well, just to give you an overview of the program and what you get and what's included and what's new. So anyway, I'm just really so excited by it and so inspired by the success of our facilitators so far and what they've managed to do and accomplish and the lives that they've been able to impact and the money that they've been able to make. And so I really have just wanted to make this even better and more value, more information, more help, more strategy, more mindset, more everything. So if you're interested in taking the plunge, 
getting started for next year, go to fearlesslykind.com, check it out, join the email list. And um, anyway, without further ado, let's dive into the three things that I would do differently if I were starting my girls empowerment business today. Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Okay, let's get started. So the first thing that I would do, and if you've listened to this podcast before, if you're in any of my programs, any of my trainings, you'll know this, the first thing that I would do differently would be starting my email list immediately, immediately. I regret, I actually really do regret not prioritizing that sooner and not making more of an effort to be like consistent with my email list and really building that community. I focused a lot on initially just like getting the bookings and I would keep in touch with like the schools that I'd worked with and I would you know, collect email addresses, very kind of like, I think I had an Excel sheet with the names and email addresses. Like I didn't have any kind of email provider. I didn't really understand that whole process until like very late in the game, to be honest. I wish I would have kind of understood the, like the online business space a little bit better and just how powerful it is to really have a community of people and have an email list that you own. I had like a Facebook page for Fearlessly Girl. I had an Instagram page and I kind of thought that was enough. And don't get me wrong, like that was great and a great way to keep people updated of what I was doing and what was going on and the different tours I was, you know, trying to book for and things like that. But what I did learn was that having an email list building an email list, staying in touch with people, adding value is so, so, so powerful. And what I would do is I would open up just my regular old email provider on my computer, iMac, Mail or whatever, whatever it's called. And I would like, there was a limit on how many emails I could send at a time. I think it was a hundred. And so I would like copy and paste the hundred emails, you know, at a time, BCC, like it's so unprofessional. And I mean, it probably did not (laughs) like comply with any of the the regulations that exist now around email marketing. Didn't have an unsubscribe, didn't have anything. And none of the emails were personalized. It was kind of like a, hey, everybody. And I mean, if you guys are listening that have been (laughs) like OG, (laughs) Fearlessly Girl supporters and fans, I'm sure you got some of these emails and so I BCC'd everybody and it just, it wasn't professional, it wasn't personalized and it was, I only used it to sell. Like I was only using it to be like, I've got this tour coming out and I'm going to be in your area. I never used it to add any kind of value like tips or advice or like behind the scenes or anything like that. It was just, I've got this new program, got this new tour and 
and it worked. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it, it worked. Like all the tours would fill up. I would get the bookings, all that. But I really feel like I missed out on nurturing those relationships early on. And so then when I started to realize the power of like having a more professional online experience for people, I got my first MailChimp, MailChimp account, which if you are starting from zero and you don't want to spend any money on an email service provider, MailChimp is a great way to get started. It's free for a certain amount of subscribers. It's really easy to have the form to start collecting people's email addresses. And I would recommend if you did have a little bit more money to spend every month to go with a platform like Flowdesk. And I'll put that link in the show notes. I loved, 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 loved Flowdesk. You can make such beautiful emails. They have templates. They have like beautiful landing pages that you can customize to get people's email, get their name. And I would still use Flowdesk today if I didn't have like an all-in-one platform with Kajabi, which hosts my websites, my online courses, webinars, email list, everything like that. It's all in one and it's 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 expensive. So I want to get the most bang for my buck in terms of that. And so I've, I've switched to using the Kajabi um, email kind of editor and things like that. But I still think Flowdesk is the most beautiful and I highly, highly, highly recommend it to all of my students, everyone inside my courses. But if you wanted to get started for free and just kind of test it out, MailChimp is definitely still great. But the point is having some landing page where you are able to collect people's email addresses as you build, as you launch, is really gonna help you build your business, build your organization so much down the road. Plus, it's a great place for people to get to know you, like you, trust you, to provide value, and you know, not just sell, right? Like that was my mistake as well, it was I was just using it to sell. I wasn't using it to provide any kind of like in-depth value. And I would definitely do that different again if I were to start today. I would start immediately sending out one email a week to my list, even if I had two people on it, and I would be providing tips, strategies, advice, bonus content, all of it. And another great way to kind of like entice people to give you their email addresses if they're not just interested in what you're doing is to provide value right from the get-go. And so that can be in the form of an ebook, a guide, a checklist, conversation starters, a workbook, an audio program, a video training, whatever. There's so, so, so many ways that you can provide value initially. And it's like a trade, right? Like they're trading you their name and email address for some piece of content that, that they want that's helpful. And I always suggest giving so much value right from the very beginning. So don't just phone in this freebie, make it valuable, make it great. I always love under promising and over delivering. And if you can make like when somebody gives you their email address and you send them that initial email, I want you to like wow them and be like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. This is so well thought out. This is like great content, great value. I'm totally going to use this like free workshop. And so if you go to fearlesslygirl.com, you will see that right on the homepage, I have an opt-in for a free workshop that is all like 
immediate. So you sign up, you give your name, your email address, and immediately my email service provider sends an email, an automated email. I don't even have to look at it. I don't have to think about it. It's just sent. And you can do that with MailChimp. You can do that with Flowdesk. There's so many email service providers out there that you can set this up to be fully automated. So you sit down, you write one email, you create your one opt-in, and every time people sign up, they get that email immediately, they get that value, and then you have that person now on your email list that you can serve, you can provide a ton of value, and build that relationship every week via email. So let's say you send weekly emails, tons of value, and then you have a workshop coming up. They already know you, they already like you, they already trust you. And then you're offering like here, here's a way if you love my free content, if you love my op, my freebie opt-in, you love my tips and advice every week, you are going to love this workshop. It's $50. Here's the sign up link. I mean, that is how you really build an audience of loyal fans and people who are just dying to sign up, to register, to buy from you, whatever it is. So that's one thing I would initially do totally over again would be starting an email list, providing value, nurturing my audience, and being consistent. The second thing I would do differently would be to prioritize sponsorships and partnerships over just getting one-off bookings with schools. And that's what I did, honestly, for the first decade that I was in business. I was I made my entire living being booked by schools predominantly. So it would be one school at a time, like promoting, selling, closing the deal, sending the one-off invoice to the one school, showing up to that one school, doing the summit, flying back home. And I didn't realize until quite late that that, first of all, that works, right? That works. I've proven that theory. I know a lot of other speakers that I've worked with and met over the years in like the youth speaking space, that's worked for them. But what I realized worked way better and allowed me to have way more impact, make way more income was getting sponsorships and partnerships. I thought for a really long time that I needed to be like a bigger business, a bigger organization, have bigger reach in order to start pitching companies and organizations and things like that. So I kind of it was a limiting belief that I had and it wasn't until I started to have opportunities to to partner with different brands and athletes and things like that that I realized as long as you have a great program you can start pitching brands, you can start pitching partnerships. I remember the first ever meeting that I had with a kind of brand partnership. I remember walking in and it was a boardroom full of people and I remember showing up and they were like, okay, great, like we'll just wait for the rest of your team to get here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> because it was it was just me. And I felt like, oh my God, like I'm going to tell them it's just me and they're going to think they made a terrible mistake and they're going to leave and it's going to be awful. And I was like, listen, there is no team. It's just me. (laughs) And instead of them running away like I thought they would, they were like, wow, that's actually incredible that you've done all this on your own and it's just you and good for you. Let's get down to business. And I was really, really surprised 
because I thought the fact that it was just me kind of meant that it was like a weakness, but they saw it as being, wow, you did all this on your own. Just imagine what we can do now as a team. And it was a really cool lesson for me that you don't have to be this huge organization or hire people or have a staff or have anything like that before you can go after these brand deals and partnerships. And it wasn't until I got that first one kind of under my belt and I understood a little bit of like the impact that I could have and that Fearlessly Girl could have if I aligned myself with organizations, brands, athletes, and things like that. And now I tell all of our facilitators, everyone that goes through the certification program that you don't have to wait to go after these deals, partnerships, things like that. And even starting just locally, like look at the companies, brands, organizations in your town, your city, your area. And there's a good chance that you're going to know somebody that knows somebody. So look at look at your contacts, post on Facebook or Instagram like, hey, do you know anyone at XYZ? And you might be really surprised, as I was, that people are like, oh, yeah, I can connect you to so-and-so at this company. And it was fantastic because I thought, again, that that was going to be really difficult. Who am I going to get to? How am I going to, you know, get my foot in the door? But start from where you're at. I'm, you'll, you've heard me say that before, I'm sure. Start from where you're at with what you've got. See who's in your network, who might be able to connect you with somebody, some company, some local person, celebrity, whatever, and just have that conversation, that initial conversation hey, this is what I do. This is my vision. And don't be afraid to make your vision really, really big because I find the bigger and crazier I, <laughs> I pitch these companies for like massive events and global live streaming and you, you name it, they get excited about that, right? And it didn't matter that I'd never done an event like that before because the thing is when you align yourself with a brand, a company, etc., they have the team. Right. So you don't have to build the team to do the thing. You have to come with the passion, the excitement, the vision, and you better be able to deliver. I mean, that's for sure. Like you need to have that confidence that you can pull this off, that you can go up there, you can show up, you can host an incredible event or whatever it is you're pitching. But they have the team. And my mistake was thinking I had to have the team in order to do this. But if you get a company and organization to bite and be excited and to be on board with it, they have a marketing department. They have people who can go out and promote it. They have resources that you don't have. And so it's not about waiting until you have all those things. It's aligning yourself with people or brands that do already and do an incredible job. Make sure everything is obviously high quality and you know, you're dotting the I's, you're crossing the T's, you're being really involved in the process and watch it kind of snowball from there because once you do one event, once you have that proof of concept, once you have the success of, you know, being able to go back through all the analytics and have a recap of the whole program, then you can, then first of all, your confidence is going to be skyrocketing in order to be able to pitch this again and again, but you're going to have the social proof, you're going to have the testimonials, you're going to have the video, you're going to have that added excitement when you go to pitch another company. So what I would do differently if I was starting from zero, I would work on that signature program. So for a lot of our facilitators that go through the program, they already have their signature program. They have the Fearlessly Kind Summit, they add their own spin on it. And 
that's a like a proven, tested, successful dynamite program. And but if you don't have that, you have your own signature program or you're developing something, definitely test it out. Do it multiple times, be really comfortable with it, get collect the testimonials, collect the photos, collect the videos, be able to put a really good pitch deck together of like this is who I am. This is what I do. These are the results that I get. And this is my incredible, huge vision of what we could do together. And make sure that you are, and again, I go into like so much more detail in on this, in the certification program where I could do a whole episode on it because I'm so excited about talking about this and sharing this because this is the thing that is going to give you the biggest impact and the chance to make the most amount of money doing this work. And that is obviously what I want for you and for the girls, for your audiences. And make sure you're sharing like what's in it for them, you know, like what what kind of coverage they can get, how you're, you're going to promote it, um, you know, have some ideas for different media outlets that would be interested in covering something like this and just really paint a picture for them of what it looks like to partner with you and the impact you could have and just the kind of program that you guys could create if you if you teamed up. So anyway. I could go into way more detail. I do inside the certification if you are interested in that kind of thing, but it's something that in the 3.0 edition of the certification, I go into in even more detail because I've worked with so many of our facilitators who have had questions about, okay, how do I really go out and pitch brands? How do I partner? How do I, what kind of events do I pitch? What do I put in a pitch deck? I mean, all that stuff. So inside this new certification, I include the pitch decks that I've actually used to get six figure brand deals and just really go step by step through the entire process with them because this is where I have seen the needle move the most in our, like the businesses of the facilitators that are kind of embracing this approach and going after brand partnerships and brand deals and things like that. So I've really doubled down on the training. It's, it's a whole new section in the program because like I say, this is really the thing. If you wanna have a big impact, you wanna make some significant income doing this work, which is absolutely possible. Uh, it, it's really worth kind of like understanding the process of going after brand partnerships and brand deals. And I don't just mean like social media brand deals, but like really pitching events and programs and tours. I've had entire speaking tours covered that have been enabled me to be able to reach girls in schools that just would not ordinarily be able to have the funding to have these kind of programs come in. And I just remember not only how special it was for me, but how special it was for the girls, for them. Like this was the first time in their school's, you know, recent history that they've been able to have somebody come in and do this kind of programming. And I just remember like that was one of the most meaningful tours for me because just seeing these girls have an opportunity to connect in this way and learn these different skills was so beautiful and so profound. So it's like, it's the impact that really made me fall in love with, approaching your business in this kind of way instead of going after just like single speaking events which again you can absolutely do I teach that as well inside the course because that is what I did for the first 10 years of my business was just like one booking after another after another like pitching schools building those relationships and things like that and that obviously worked very well for me but once I started including this brand partnership strategy into my business it 10x'd my business in every possible way in terms of income and impact so that is definitely something I would do differently. And the third thing that I would do differently would be, especially now, if I was starting now, because the the tools and resources that are available to do this are so beautiful, they're so easy to use. 
I would incorporate online programming into my business from the get-go. So what do I mean by online programming? Online workshops, online courses, live events, being able to live stream into schools or organizations or events and do my presentation and program. I did not have that as part of my business strategy until COVID hit, which is crazy, which is crazy to me. And I started dabbling in it when I started doing bigger live events or in person with different brands and being like, okay, now that we have the funding, what would it look like to be able to live stream this to kids in schools all across the world? And that's what we ended up doing, which was really, really cool. But I didn't really grasp the concept of how many people you could reach and the beauty of having passive income in my business until COVID happened. And I made a commitment to myself because I was sort of thinking about it, but I just didn't have the time because I was trading my time for money. So in order for me to make money, I would have to show up boots on the ground, as I would say, in the school, in whatever city or town booked me in order to make money. And I did that for almost the complete entirety of my Fearlessly Girl, girl career. It was all in person, all live. I was traveling all over the place. And it was great. Like it was, I was in my 20s. I had all this energy. I was so excited. It was so fun for me. I had my little Yorkie alley that I would take everywhere with me. And it was, it was an adventure. Like it was so cool, so fun. But now seeing the impact I can have through my online courses and programs, and it's so fun. I cannot tell you how fun it is to wake up in the morning and check your email and have like notifications of payments received, money that has come in literally while you were sleeping. And what I love about this is even if you want to have that live in-person experience, which is, you know, obviously you cannot recreate that online. There's something so powerful about a live summit a live workshop, a live event where you're in person and the energy and the connection and it's so beautiful. And even if that is what you are kind of building your business around, to think now about how you can have at least one online pre-recorded workshop, course, mini course, anything, masterclass, workshop series where people can, where people can purchase online, they can consume your content, watch your video, your training, your audio program, whatever, you know, you, you are most comfortable and excited to create. And that allows you to have like that funding coming in almost immediately that then kind of takes the pressure off, like having to get the bookings or having to close the brand deals. You have a source of income that is kind of rinse and repeat. So you record it once, you upload it, you sell it, and it's just it's passive income in that you're not having to show up anywhere to do your program do your presentation you spend the time you invest the time you create a really great amazing program and there's so many amazing tools and trainings available to to kind of get into the online course space it's a booming market thanks to covid everyone is so much more comfortable with online learning and another great thing about it too is not everyone is going to have access to you live like that's a premium price that they're paying so what this does is this expands your reach exponentially not only in that you don't have to travel show up get a hotel a plane or you know drive for hours to get somewhere which is what i did for 10 years you're able to reach people at home anywhere in the world at a much lower price point for them but because it is a lower price point, you're, you can expect to be making so many more sales and you can price things like from 
if you look at fearlessygirl.com, you can buy the starter kit, the Fearlessly Girl starter kit, five days worth of activities for $33, all the way up to $5,500 for the, the certification for different organizations. So it's a massive range of prices. And so you can think about how to do that strategically as well. So maybe you offer a starter kit or a starter workshop for, you know, kind of a no brainer price of under $50. And then you have a more advanced program that's maybe $300. And then you have like a program that has more one-to-one -one interaction with you that is $1,000. And so you can offer different programming at different price points so that it's just more appealing to anybody. So you get anybody in your you know, virtual door, they find you on Instagram or they listen to you on a podcast, whatever it is, then they have a, a whole array of things to choose from. And again, you don't have to do all of this all at once overnight, like start with something that makes sense for you. I would definitely recommend like a pre-recorded workshop. And this can be something for like online con or, you know, individual consumption. So it can be like a workshop that girls can do online at home, or you can, for a higher price point, record a workshop that leadership classes can use. So maybe they spend $250 and they get a leadership training workshop with you that is all virtual. They can just, you know, purchase it, share that with the group and you record it once and you sell it and you sell it and you sell it and you sell it. And I tell my facilitators this because the great thing about that, it's kind of like a little like a starter, you know, like it gets them excited about like, wow, okay, that was really great. What else is available? What's another program that I can invest in for the girls either virtually, or, you know, maybe I can even have this person come out to my school. I know that they're worth whatever they're charging. I know that program was great. I got a ton of value out of it. So when you think kind of strategically about that, about how to offer various online programs as a way to introduce people to you at a lower price point, it kind of acts as a, a way for, for you to sell your higher ticket programs as well, whether that be a higher ticket online program or a higher ticket, you know, one-to-one -one in-person event. And I have to tell you, once you get used to making money in your sleep, making money on the weekends when you're hanging out with your family, it really is super addictive. And it's really incredible to know that you are able to impact people around the clock. Like you're able to impact people when you're doing something else. You have that money coming in. You have people kind of opting into your world, your services, your programs, and building that relationship. So that is the, the third thing that I would absolutely do differently. So to recap, the first thing I would do different would be to get serious about building and maintaining and nurturing an email list. The second thing I would do would be to prioritize brand partnerships in my business model and not wait till I'm, you know, what I think I need, the place I think I need to be at in order to do that. Um, I would definitely educate myself on what that looks like, how to pitch, how to put a, a really juicy, exciting pitch deck together and, and find out the right kind of people that I need to be pitching, reaching out to people I know who might have connections with local brands, organizations, businesses, things like that. And just getting my foot in the door, learning the ropes of how to do partnerships, how to work with brands, things like that, and just like building from there. And the third thing I would do would be to invest in one, at least one really great online course program. And I know that can seem really overwhelming, especially if that's not something you've done before, but I'll honestly spend half a day on YouTube looking up course creation 
almost everything that I have learned to do in my business, I have Googled or YouTubed. So all that information is out there. Inside the certification, there's also a new training on developing and promoting and creating your online programs and courses and things like that, because it is such a great way to start making money really quickly in this space and obviously having an even bigger reach and an even bigger impact. But Short of that, there's so much information online. I taught myself all about creating all my online courses that make thousands and thousands of dollars just by Googling and just by YouTubing. So if you invest even just half a day, a full day of teaching yourself how to do it, looking up the different platforms, Teachable, Kajabi, things like that. Kajabi has a free trial. I'll put the link in, in my bio just in case you're interested in that. Kajabi is what I recommend to host online courses. It is a little bit more on the pricier side, but really if you just sell, you know, depending on your pricing, one or two courses a month, it does cover the price of it. Plus it's a great podcast host at no additional charge. You can host your entire email um, system on there. Like it really, I love it. It's, it was definite investment in the beginning, but I would never go back. I would never do anything else. And if you're serious about including online content and online programming into your business model, I would absolutely go for Kajabi. So I'll put the link in the bio again, free trial, just so you can test it out, have a look at it, see how easy it is for you to set up a podcast. And actually on that note, a bonus, <laughs> a bonus tip of what I would do differently. And because it's so easy to do nowadays with a mic from Amazon and GarageBand or, you know, some other program on your computer, and again, if you go with Kajabi, it is free to host your podcast on there. I mean, I say free, but you, you pay the one monthly fee for everything and you can host multiple podcasts on there. Having a podcast is a game changer in terms of being able to build a community, reach your ideal customers, and more importantly, build authority in your niche. It is a powerful, powerful, powerful tool to, you know, share your your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, what you do, have people get to know you. Like I've had people sign up for the certification program just from listening to a few episodes of the podcast because they're like, okay, I like your vibe. Thank you. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I can, this is my passion. This is what I meant to do. This sounds great. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to do it from just listening to a podcast or two. So I love, I love this podcast. I love sitting down and just having these conversations. I feel like after 15 years in this business, there's so much that I want to share and pass on. And I really am just so passionate about empowering other women to do this work. And having a podcast is just a great avenue to be able to do that and to be able to provide free content, real value to people listening. And just think about how you can do the same as well. Like what kind of conversations you could have. There's so many ideas. I had one of our facilitators talking about doing a mother-daughter workshop where her and her daughter, um, you know, jump on every week and have a conversation. Interviewing experts in your field. That's a great way to get exposure and to build your audience, to pitch yourself in even short of having your own podcast, pitching yourself to other podcasts and just being able to kind of be in front of their audiences as well is a great way to build your own community. So bonus tip number four, the thing I would do differently would be to start a podcast immediately upon starting my new business because it just is a great way to build that community and authority and all that. So there you have it. My three turned four things that I would do differently if I were starting from scratch. If you are starting from scratch or you're in the early stages of your girl's empowerment journey, I would love to connect with you. I'd love to support you, cheer you on, hear what you're doing. 
And I have a beautiful Facebook group that I've started that's totally free for anybody that is interested in this space. I feel like I just have so much information to pass on and so many things that I've learned the hard way that I know I could save you time, effort, money to be able to do that. And like I say, the the Facebook group is totally free. You can join. I'm really invested in making that a great resource for people looking to get into this space. And it's not even for if you want to have your own business or your own nonprofit. It's really for anyone wanting to offer any kind of programming, whether that's in school, in a community organi organization, in your church, an after school program. Anything that you know involves getting a group of girls together online or in person, that group is for you. So if you're interested, I have the link in the show notes. And if you're new here and you haven't signed up for the Build Your Dream Girls Empowerment Biz Bootcamp, that is also free and it's really an insane amount of value that you get in that. It's five days to help you go from an idea to having a mapped out, fully mapped out action plan for that event. It's totally free. You can sign up for it again in the link in the bio. And it's a great way if you're thinking about starting something to just have a really great foundation to move forward and to get clear on your idea. Because I know what it feels like to have this vision in your head of something that you want to do. And then it, you almost get kind of paralyzed by, first of all, there's so many opportunities and so many options. You don't know what lane to pick, but also when you have that sorted out, like, okay, where do I start? And so the boot camp walks you through five days of figuring all of that out. Definitely check that out if you haven't already. You get immediate access to five training videos, five workbooks. If you sign up for the VIP option, you get an absolute ton of bonus content. So it's really, really worthwhile, really valuable. And again, I'm just so committed to helping women live their girls' empowerment dreams, to create these programs, to bring them to their community. And if you have any questions, you want to connect, my DMs on Instagram at fearlesslygirl or at fearlesslykind are always open. So feel free to slide in there and let's connect and chat. You can also contact me via the contact form at fearlesslygirl.com. And if you are interested in doing your own girls empowerment programming, check out fearlesslygirl.com because you'll see all of the online programs that I offer there and fearlesslykind.com, which is the, you know, the home of the certification program. So you can just get an idea of what it looks like to start offering these programs online. And it's all on Kajabi too. So if you're interested, check out the free trial because it's really, really fabulous. But there are also low to no cost options that are available as well if you're just getting started and want to test it out. So anyway, with all that said, I am so excited you joined me for this episode. I hope you got some value out of it. If you did, please give this a rating. Please review if you feel so inclined. That would really help this podcast out and really help us to get to so many more people who are interested in this kind of content, who really want to empower the girls in their lives and schools and communities. So anyway, I hope you have a great week and I will see you with a brand new episode. We have some incredible interviews coming up that I'm really, really excited to share with you. So those will be going up in the next few weeks and um, I will see you then. Bye for now. Bye.